Are you looking for ways on how to integrate patient financing into each stage of the patient journey? Well, Adrian Valente from Sunbit is with us today, and he's going to share with you exactly how to do that. Stay tuned. Welcome to ADOM Radio. I'm your host, John Stamper, and we have so many great things in store for you this year in 2023. Great companies, great insights, products, services, technologies, all in an effort to help you move your practice forward. Subscribe, listen, let's go. We're moving on, we're moving on. Today's episode of ADOM Radio is brought to you by Sunbit, and our guest... Excited to have back Adrian Valente, who is the director of training at Sunbit, the fastest growing patient financing technology company and supports training, enablement, and community engagement. His training mythologies have been used by more than 115,000 dental, auto, and optical professionals on how and when to offer financing to customers. As the resident subject matter expert for all things Sunbit, you'll find him hosting podcasts, events, interviews, and coaching sessions across the verticals they serve. Adam Radio and Sunbit is excited to bring to you today, Adrian Valente. What's going on, Adam Nation? Thanks for tuning in to another episode here on Adam Radio. This is the first podcast, Adam Radio episode since conference. And I just want to say you all were amazing. The conference was amazing. Actually, um, my guest today, Adrian, we also have with us, she's not going to be a part of the podcast, but Esty from Sunbit, because um, we're going to talk to Adrian today. He's got some great information, but we were just talking about how much we loved being there with all of you. So a big thank you to, to all of you that were at conference. And if you were not at conference, hopefully you will be there next year in Las Vegas. So, all right. Today's episode of ADOM Radio, very excited to have back with me, Adrian Valente, who is the Director of Training and Enablement at Sunbit. Adrian, how you doing? I'm doing well, John. Thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you back. I know we've done several like videos on on social and all of that, and uh, all of your content has been super helpful with Adom Nation. And today, uh, we're going to kind of take the same theme, right? We're going to have you share uh, leveling up treatment acceptance, how to market your patient financing once you determine that you're going to utilize it in the practice. That's one thing. And I know you guys have done a really good job at Sunbit of educating practices on how to market that. Before we do, a little quick intro, maybe let everybody know uh, what you do at Sunbit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, boy, uh, I'm tomorrow I'm celebrating my, uh, my seven-year anniversary uh, with Sunbit. I joined in the early days and it's been an absolute pleasure just helping to grow uh, the business with everyone. And uh, boy, the, the, the ADOM community has been just such a joy. I spend a lot of my time helping to build training programs around uh, different aspects of Sunbit technology. Uh, but overall, my, my educational technology career spans you know 17 years now. I started at PeopleSoft and Oracle, focused on higher education and helping to build a lot of training programs around very complex systems. And uh, then found my way over into the consumer financing space and now with Sunbit. So I really enjoy all the partnerships. I have the pleasure of doing continuing education courses with, uh, working with SD and the Sunbit team. And uh, it's a real pleasure to be here uh, speaking to ADOM Nation. Awesome. Well, it's great to have you back. And uh, all right, so let's dive in. Uh, the first thing I wanted to ask you is, uh, and this is kind of a given, right? I think everybody listening knows and understands the importance uh, that patient financing plays in case acceptance, but I do think it's good 
you know, time and time again to, to revisit it and to, and to look at it based on where we are, especially with a lot of the information that you all have had now that you have, you know, I don't know, thousands, tens of thousands of dental practices across the country using Sunbit. And I'm sure you're learning a lot. So let's start there and, and maybe have you share with everybody what role patient financing is playing in case acceptance. Yeah, and case acceptance rate matters. You know, without financing, case acceptance rate hovers at around 50.3%. So about half the time, you know, folks are accepting those treatment recommendations. It's interesting, though, when you introduce financing into the fold, that percentage jumps up to 78.8%. So when financing is, is part of the conversation, it definitely helps to improve case acceptance rates, which then begs the question, why? You know, the ADA and the Health Policy Institute are reporting that 59% of adults forego dental care because of cost. You know, time and time again, I, I hear from office managers and folks that are saying, oh, how do I deal with cancellations and no-shows and what is the cause of this? And ultimately, it comes down to the affordability crisis seen across the country. You know, a year ago, uh, it was reported that 56% of Americans can't cover a $1,000 emergency expense even with savings. And just a couple of months ago, that statistic was updated to show that I think it's like 67% of folks aren't able to put together $400 in cash. And then on top of that, you got Lending Club reporting that a third of consumers are, that are earning a quarter of a million dollars a year, they're living paycheck to paycheck. So you have folks out there who are earning six-figure salaries living paycheck to paycheck. So it, it, it only makes sense if we have such a large percentage of patients faced with these dilemmas. How can we make dental treatment also accessible, you know, using monthly payments, using financing options, using the tools that we have to help patients say yes to our treatment recommendations? Well, and as you know, Adrian, there's I've always looked at dentistry in, in two different buckets. I've looked at the preventative side and then the uh there's an issue, things need to get taken care of, right? Whether it be, you know, root canal therapy or periodontal disease treatment, you know, scaling and root planing, like things where actually, you know, a problem is being, you know, diagnosed needs to be taken care of. And, you know, yes, the urgency is much higher once it's known to the patient that they have to get that taken care of. But like you mentioned, I mean, that, that to me always <laughs> hurts even more, you know, when a patient has to get this work done for their health reasons and they struggle with that. So, you know, when I think about our audience and I think about office managers and the role that they have in the practice, can you touch on, you know, how they can make sure that their patients are aware that these options are, are, are available? You know, what makes the financing conversation so difficult and challenging is how awkward it is for both parties. Both sides of that conversation are, are arriving to that conversation with baggage. All of us have had bad experiences when it comes to financing or banks or working with our own personal credit. And a lot of that baggage comes with us into these conversations and makes it challenging. So what can office managers be doing to help avoid some of the awkwardness in the conversation around cost, payment, and treatment recommendations? Or around financing in general. And a lot of it stems from trying to really understand the patient's journey with your office to find different touch points that you can generate awareness of what your financing options are. There's no one particular interaction or one piece of marketing or one thing that's going to solve the uh, awareness issue. You know, how do I let patients know what their 
options are for payment, especially if we offer financing options. So that's something I, I often cover is, okay, let's really look at the patient journey, but it starts with office managers understanding, you know, what tools are in their toolbox? What is the patient journey really all about? Like what's happening before they even physically show up into the office? And that's where we can really start looking at, you know, the digital presence. Well, what's on the office's website? What about social media? What about all the Google business profile stuff? And, and these are opportunities in which we can try to generate awareness with patients earlier in the process when they're at home or at work doing their own research before they even step foot into the office. And following that workflow, that office journey, there's additional touch points. But at the end of the day, the bottom line is office managers should find more than one opportunity to let folks know what their options are. Because sometimes just mentioning it once isn't enough for folks. They need a, a couple of different reminders. Yeah. And, you know, that's a nice bridge to what I wanted to ask next, which, you know, the different channels, right, of how a practice and an office manager can can maximize that awareness. I know that's one of the things you wanted to touch on today is that, okay, we've uh, we're excited that we're going to offer Sunbit in the practice. We're going to make it available to our patients, but you know, how are they going to learn about that? And then more importantly, how can we educate them on how to educate their patients that they have it? So can you touch on that a little bit? Like some of the different channels that, that a practice can use to leverage and maximize this awareness. Absolutely. You know, when we look at channels, we need to align it with, well, what marketing materials do we have in the toolbox? You know, are there things that are digital? Are there things that are physical, like print? And we'll start with digital, right? The website is a great place to start. I always recommend if offices can have a dedicated page, maybe labeled something simple like payment options that covers the whole gamut of what they offer. That's fantastic, especially if they have financing vendors that have a pre-qualification link or some sort of call to action that allows patients to learn more about those financing options. So as they research your office, looking at simple things from your hours to maybe you have your patient intake forms on there, but the digital presence, uh, starting with the website is the way to go. And then from there, Social media can be used to help with having that regular cadence of posts that help keep these options top of mind with patients. So a lot of financing vendors will offer different types of graphics or banners that you can simply use in social media posts. And then if you have a pre-qualification link from any of those financing vendors, you can link it with any of your posts or anywhere you put those digital banners. And digital banners are kind of great because, you know, if you have some banners and you got a pre-qualification link, that's a good combo to put in a lot of different places, not just your website, not just any social media posts, but it, it could be even something as simple as your email signature, you know, putting a, a link down there. If you had a payment options page on your website, that ends up being a great call to action for a lot of different channels, whether it's you know, social or via email or perhaps any uh, text reminders. You know, if we think about patient communications, this all follows, falls under the digital category, uh, not just website, social, but communications, text message templates, email templates. I know some practices are now starting to offer like email newsletters, an opportunity to stay top of mind and up to date on all the things they have going on, whether it's new treatments or maybe some philanthropic efforts that they're doing locally in the community. And in line with all of this is one that I really like to talk about because it's kind of a newer thing that's cropped up and it's patient intake forms. There's an opportunity 
if the forms can be modified at all by the office, where there can be a payment option section that quickly reviews high level what payment options and financing options are available that a patient can quickly read through and acknowledge and sign off on. That way we're ensuring consistent messaging for all new patients through those intake forms. That's also a really great way to help ensure consistent messaging. And all of these digital methods are all about helping to alleviate stress up front before we actually arrive. So the, the, the digital aspect of it, I, I find very interesting because that's stuff you can start doing now. You know, a lot of these financing vendors make it very easy to access banners and graphics and text that you can copy and paste and leverage across all those channels. Uh, and then there's print. You know, what can we physically do in the space? You know, is, is there anything we can put in the lobby? Maybe in the entryway, the, maybe you already have stickers and window clings when people are walking in or perhaps in the lounge, the brochures, table tents, any pamphlets, maybe at the front desk or if you have a treatment consultation office, you can kind of treat it the same way. And even if we think about, okay, we're going to generate awareness before folks arrive, we're going to generate awareness while they're physically here, but then there's also the third act of the journey, which is patient follow-up. What about after their visit? So when it comes to future appointment scheduling, courtesy or check-in calls, and again, kind of going back to emails, text updates, social media posts, holiday posts, these are all great opportunities to just keep that regular cadence and reminder you have options. And we've noticed practices that have, a, a, I guess, really opened up to this approach, they've really embraced it, they're seeing case acceptance rates go up and they're seeing cancellations and no-shows drop. Yeah. And along those lines, uh, with any marketing, as you know, Adrian, uh, it, there's always, there's always the question of, you know, we're going to try something, but how do we really know if it works? Right. Especially, uh, and I love all those ideas. I get excited about that because I, when I talk to dental practices, when I think about now, all of the different channels and opportunities that they have to, you know, fill the top of their patient funnel, right? Whether it be just awareness that they're the things they're doing in their practice, or like you mentioned, you know, letting them know that they have patient finance opportunities. And I mean, I, I still feel, I don't know if you have statistics on this, that a lot of times when a, when a patient finds a dental practice, they might go to Google or go to their social or their website, but they hear it word of mouth, right? From a friend or family member. And, and a lot of times, you know, that, that, that really strengthens that, that, that relationship. And so there's so many different ways for the practices to be able to connect with people. And to your point, if you in though, in that messaging, if you make it known that they, you know, have the opportunity to be able to, you know, have these patient financing opportunities, it certainly goes a long way, but how does a practice know, Adrian, if the marketing is successful, right? They have all these options, they're excited about it, but it's like, okay, that's great, John, but you know, how do we know if it's working? Yeah. So, you know, there's always statistics you read about in marketing, you know, how many times does it take for a message to really sink in with people? You know, sometimes you see it's, you know, 12 touch points, now it's sinking in, seven touch points, now it's sinking in. And regardless of what the number flavor of the month is the the takeaway from it is well it's definitely more than once you got it you got to tell people more than once what their options are and people don't ask for something they don't know exists so it's important that we find those opportunities to let people know that there are options that exist and 
I know there's kind of some old school coaching that happened a long time ago in the industry, which really focused on, you know, cash is king, that we want patients to only ask for financing if they really need it. But that puts so many people at a disadvantage who either don't know to ask, are too afraid to ask, or don't know how to ask for it. And just struggling to find the words may even lead to additional stress or possibly leading to why people cancel and don't show up. It's one of those topics that nobody likes to have a conversation about. But through marketing, through soft language, through generating awareness across a lot of different channels and really making it part of the office culture, treating it like an amenity, like a convenience for folks, an option that's there strictly to help people, not something that's being forced on anyone. And if we have that approach and weave it into our daily workflows, we start to find that we can track success through uh, a lot of different things. Maybe we're tracking a decrease in those cancellations and no-shows. Maybe we're looking at our you know, average incremental production each month. It's fascinating. Some of these financing vendors will make data available on all the people who are getting approved for or pre-qualified on those financing options. So if you have a financing vendor that makes this data available, that's a really great way to see success. You know, if I'm putting a link out there, information, can I see that data? And this might be a good question you have for your financing vendors. Yeah, I love that. Well, and I think as we wrap uh, there, and I'll say this, I mean, I have watched Sunbit grow. Uh, we've had you on several times, like we mentioned, you know, some of our live casts and, and now on ADOM radio and, um, you know, Sunbit has positioned itself to be very educational in nature. And when I think about patient financing, Adrian, it's like I had a dentist I worked with years ago down in Georgia and she was, this just kind of falls on how you, how to measure it. Right. It just has a little follow-up that just, you just struck my, my memory, but she was one of the top performing dentists in her region of practices. And I would go watch her and just sit in there when she was working with patients and her whole, you know, mantra was, is that she did not want regardless of if she thought the patient could pay for the treatment, she did not want a patient to leave that practice without them knowing that the, if they needed work, that what needed to be done. Right. She's mm -hmm. like, ultimately it's your decision as the patient, but like, you know, it's kind of as my code as a dentist, <laughs> if I know that you don't get that done and something could happen downstream, like she's like, I feel responsible. For so her whole thing was, I always want to make sure that the patients are aware of what needs to get done. And I feel the same way with this, right? I really, really do. I think that, I think you said it great. I mean, again, ultimately the patient's going to decide, but if they're not aware and then they don't do something and then they find out three months later down the road from one of their, you know, friends or relatives in the city that, oh yeah, I was there. And, you know, I, I got, you know, offered this patient finance to get this treatment done. It's like, mm, man, I wish I would have known that. You know, so yeah. uh, I know that the education piece that you have, you guys have been working on Sunbit has been really good, but any other bits and pieces, you know, just information about Sunbid and, and, and what you guys are doing to help practices. You know, I, this whole educational approach is so um, ingrained in Sunbit's culture, constantly learning, constantly evolving, adapting. I, I, I find myself visiting dental offices as a new patient that, that don't use Sunbit just because to stay in tune with the patient experience, I need to see it for myself. 
And a lot of my courses are built off of these experiences I have as just a regular new patient, a normal person just going in for the first time and observing and using those opportunities to then build training and teach people. And I encourage folks to remember that all the care you take for your patients and their journey, how you communicate with them from small innocuous things to reminders, to scheduling appointments, to their actual visits. And, and, you know, a lot of offices out there put so much care into the experience, but think about the stress someone may be experiencing when they see the bill. I see this in so many industries, the, the shared experience of sticker shock. This is why some people don't show up or cancel appointments because they're afraid of what they're going to have to pay. So if we're not letting every patient know what their options are, are we doing them a disservice? And that's always the question I like to leave people with, to really think about why do I need to generate awareness? Why do I need to let people know that I have financing options? And, and John, you, you struck on a really important note there about those people who feel at a disadvantage when nobody brings this to their attention, but right. they don't know how to ask for it. You yep. know, we got to put it out there for folks. Absolutely. Well, listen, uh, it's always a pleasure to have you. And uh, I know you are... Uh, an educator and the trainer for Sunbit, but I will say this, uh, I want to just share a little bit about Sunbit. You know, I mean, the last information that I had, uh, you know, you guys are a patient financing technology that's approving, you know, over 85% of patients, you know, to get their dental care uh, and pay over time. And I think what's also cool that you guys have done is, you know, created some, you know, some digital tools that, that really, really make not only the process easy, but the patients to get approved in seconds. So um, I know you wanted to educate today. I'm going to give a little 30 second commercial for those that are not aware of Sunbit in lieu of our conversation about making people aware. If just one office manager hears this today and gets excited about it and can implement it in their practice, uh, definitely can make a difference in a patient's life. So Adrian, as we wrap, any last thoughts? John, thank you so much for having me. Uh, your summary of Sunbit was perfect. If folks want to learn more about us, head over to sunbit.com. I encourage people to read our Google reviews, read our Trustpilot reviews, see what the public has to say about Sunbit. Uh, and, you know, we got a lot of great testimonial videos from actual patients on our website. Check that out as well. Uh, but, John, thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure working with you, and we're big fans of Adom Nation. Awesome. Thanks, Adrian. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. That's a wrap. Cool. Thank you, great sir. Great job, you guys. Really great. Good. Hope I didn't so, ramble too much. No. No, you were good. Okay. We were always succinct, Adrian. Always succinct, man. <laughs> it was awesome. Yep. All right, guys. All the prep work this. makes it easy. Yeah, I'll get it um, produced and get it up. Thank you. Amazing. Thanks, John. Yeah, send us the link when you can so we can promote it as well. Okay, sounds good. All right, see you, Esty. All right, take care. Take care. Bye, Bye. you too. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to another episode on ADOM Radio. Would love to have you subscribe. So whether you listen to your podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, be sure to go out, find ADOM Radio, download and subscribe. That way, each time we upload a new episode, it'll come through automatically on your listening device of choice. Also, for great resources, 
don't forget dentalmanagers.com, right? That's Adam's website, all kinds of great information and resources there uh, on things you can do to move your practice forward. So as always, thanks for listening. Until next time, talk to you then.